In this presentation, we will discuss a rollover from an employer's plan into an IRA. This information can be found in publication 590A. Rollover from employer plan into an IRA. You can roll over into a traditional IRA all or part of an eligible rollover distribution you receive from your or your deceased spouse's employer's qualified pension, profit sharing, or stock bonus plan, annuity plan, tax shelter annuity plan, section 403B, or governmental deferred compensation plan, section 457 plan. So we can imagine this type of situation we have the we're working at the employers and we want to then transfer into a traditional type of ira and you can consider all these things kind of similar in nature they have different requirements for when we can put the money in and how much money we can put in but once the money is in these types of accounts these types of retirement accounts they are treated much the same in that it's in a, a retirement account it's now there we're restricted on taking it out and typically the increase in the value of them, the gains, losses, dividends, interest, won't be taxable until the point in time we distribute them. So although they're different in terms of plans, they're different largely in terms of the how much we can put into the plan uh, at that point in time, who manages the plan, what are the requirements to put the distribution in. Once the distribution is in the plan, then it's basically a, a matter of how is the plan going to be administered in terms of, of just... Um, tracking the the financial institution to to see what the gains and losses and get with at whatever reporting requirements are there but then at distribution that's the point in time that they're going to be taxed so they're all similar in that in that sense to an ira so we should once they've been contributed into be able to roll it into some other plan that's under this kind of umbrella of just basically retirement type plans that are all treated similarly once the money is in them for tax purposes and that'll allow us to transfer the money uh, out. So that's the situation we're considering here. Might be a situation where we're leaving an employer or something like that and we say, hey, I've got this money in the retirement account. I need to take it out. Well, don't just take it out because then you're going to be taxed on it and possibly subject to a penalty for early distribution. What we want to do is put it into in some format some way shape or form some other type of retirement account possibly an ira so if we're working at, at a company a larger company might have a 401k or some kind of pension type of plan then we that's we might want to take it the money out of there when we leave because that's managed by the company and we're not there anymore so we might want to take it out and put it some other place hopefully that other place could be an ira if we're working for a government uh, then the plan's just called something else, like a 403B type plan or a 457 plan. These are all types of retirement plans, different kind of benefits with relation generally to the putting the money into the plan, depending on the different plan type. Once the money's in there, then it's treated much the same uh, for tax purposes and therefore uh, can or hopefully should be able to be transferred to some other type of retirement plan, such as an IRA. Back to the text. A qualified plan is one that meets the requirements of the Internal Revenue Code. Eligible Rollover Distributions Generally, an eligible rollover distribution is any distribution of all or part of the balance to your credit in a qualified retirement plan except the following. 1. A required minimum distribution explained later under When Must You Withdraw Assets Required minimum distribution in Publication 590B 2. A hardship distribution 3. Any of, the, any of a series of substantially equal 
periodic distributions paid at least once a year over a your lifetime or life expectancy b the lifetime or life expectancy of you and your beneficiary or c a period of 10 years or more four corrective distributions of excess contributions or excess deferrals and any income allocable to the excess or of excess annual additions and any allocable uh, allocable gains five a loan treated as a distribution because it doesn't satisfy certain requirements either when made to or later such as upon default unless the participants accrued benefits are reduced offset to repay the loan see the discussion earlier on plan loans offset including qualified plan loans offset under time limit for making a rollover contribution six dividends on employer uh, securities and seven the cost of life insurance coverage your rollover into a traditional ira may include both amounts that would be taxable and amounts that wouldn't be taxable if they are distributed to you but not rolled over to the extent the distribution is rolled over into a traditional ira it isn't included in your income so that's going to be the key point when we put the money into the ira it's going to be a rollover typically not included in our income it's not a distribution now remember that we might have some situation where part of the money in the retirement account is basically subject to tax upon distribution but part of it might not be depending on the type of retirement account so when we think about the, the money going into a retirement account we're getting the benefit which is similar to basically a deduction in, in essence it not being taxed in some way if it's an employer plan uh, but we might have some money in there that we did pay tax on and so when we roll it over we have to basically make sure that we're tracking that because when we pull the money out upon distribution then we want to make sure that we're not paying taxes on any any money that we don't have to pay taxes on <laughs> back to the text T tip any non-taxable amounts that you roll over into your traditional ira become part of your basis cost in your iras so that's going to be the cost portion so if we roll it over make sure it's rolled over correctly so that you have that cost broken out so that the manager of the ira can then upon distribution properly break out the part of the distribution which is going to be the cost that possibly might be not be subject to tax versus the part that is not cost which is going to be subject to tax back the text to recover your basis when you take distributions from your ira you must complete form 8606 for the year of distribution you can see form 8606 under distributions fully or partially taxable in publication 590b rollover by non-spouse non beneficiary if you are a designated beneficiary other than a surviving spouse so basically we're ben the beneficiary inheriting of a deceased employee you can roll over all or part of the eligible rollover distribution from one of the types of plans listed above into a traditional IRA. You must make the rollover by a direct trustee to trustee transfer into an inherited IRA. You will determine your required minimum distribution in years after you make the rollover based on whether the employee died before his or her required beginning date for taking distributions from the plan. For more information, see distributions after the employee's death under tax on excess accumulation in publication 575 so if there's some type of inheritance note that you have this question of remember the irs wants 
they don't what they don't want to see happen is that someone deferred all of the gain as was the case for retirement and then that person died before they pulled the money out they gave it to someone else who then defers all the tax on it for their entire life and possibly this goes on forever that's not the deal the irs says hey you put the money in now we give you a tax benefit we give you a deferral until retirement time and then you take that money out and then we take it right that's the that's the deal you can't die and then give it to somebody else so the so the question so you always got that kind of issue like what happens when uh you have required distributions and then someone dies and then you got the rollover that's going to be concentrated more on uh, the distribution uh, side of things we're here focusing a bit more on the contribution we'll discuss the distribution uh, from time to time but note that you can go to a second publication to get more information on uh, distributions especially distributions with regard to uh, if it, there's some type of inheritance written explanation to recipients before making an eligible rollover distribution the administrator of a qualified retirement plan must provide you with a written explanation you must tell uh, it must tell you about all of the following your right to have the distribution paid tax-free directly to a traditional ira or another eligible retirement plan the requirement to withhold tax from the dis- distribution if it isn't paid directly to a traditional ira or another eligible retirement plan so if you if you're going to take a distribution then they could withhold on it kind of like you would on a w-2 because you're going to say hey i'm going to pay taxes on it i know i'm going to pay taxes on it i want you to take some of it out now so i don't have to pay penalties possibly and taxes at the end of the year when i file the 1040. back to the text the tax treatment of any part of the distribution that you roll over to a traditional ira or another eligible retirement plan within 60 days after you receive the uh, distribution other qualified retirement plan rules if they apply include those for lump sum distributions alternate payees and cash or deferred arrangements how the plan receiving the distribution differs from the plan making the distribution in its restrictions and tax consequences the plan administrator must provide you with this written explanation no later than 90 days and no later than 30 days from the distribution is made however you can choose to have a distribution made less than 30 days after the explanation is provided as long as both the following requirements are met you are given a 30 day days after the notice is provided to consider whether you want to elect a direct rollover you are given information that clearly states that you have this 30-day period to make the decision contact the plan administrator if you have any questions regarding this information withdrawing requirements generally and generally if an eligible rollover distribution is paid directly to you the payer must withhold 20 percent of it so notice that's going to be the type of withholding kind of like a w-2 type withholding why are they withholding this means that they're going to give it to you but they're going to take some of it they're going to keep some of it why typically because they, they're going to pay it they're going to pay it to the irs similarly as a w-2 when you earn money you earn more money than you actually get because they take some of it from you but the, it's not the company's fault they took it from you to pay the irs to pay their to pay your taxes for you that the irs compels them to withhold and take from the paycheck similar type of process here this applies even if you plan to roll over the distribution to a traditional ira you can avoid withholdings by choosing the direct rollover option so and that would probably 
uh, be a, a way to go. If you can do the direct rollover option and make it as seamless as possible, then uh, that might be the easier thing to do if possible. Discuss later. Exceptions. The payer doesn't have to withhold from the eligible rollover distribution paid to you if either of the following conditions apply. The distribution and all previous eligible rollover distributions you receive during your tax year from uh, the same plan or at the payer's option from all your employer plans uh, total less than 200. So there's going to be a dollar limitation. And, and to consider this rule, you might think, well, why would this be the case? And it, it's just like the W-2 withholdings, right? The W-2 withholdings, if I'm an employee and, and the employer paid me money, then I, the IRS has a lot, once I have the money, the IRS has a lot less leverage to influence individual employees than they do the company who makes a lot more money. They got a lot more leverage on the company. So they want to be able to use the leverage on the company to make sure that the employees pay the taxes. So they're going to say, hey, if you, it, you know, if, if you want this deduction for the employees, then you gotta, you've got to comply with these requirements. Because once the employee has the money, we're less confident that they're going to report it and give us, give us it. We want you to report it on the employer side. So they're going to take, they're going to, they're going to require the withholding to actually take the money from the employee before the employee gets their hands on it and then, and then pay it. So you can see that that's going to be the same case if you're if it's going to be a distribution typically from a retirement plan that is managed by the employer. The IRS is going to say, "Hey, you know, we'd rather have you, you know, check, and we want you to double check and make sure the withholdings are done and report to us how much you're giving them with a 1099 and whatnot." And they want that to happen. Now, if it's below a certain dollar amount, you can see why the IRS would say, "Ah, eh, maybe you know that's too low for us to worry too much about." So that's kind of the gist of, of why the, the law might be set up in this way, just to get some context of it. Back to the text. The distribution consists solely of employer securities plus cash of 200 or less in lieu of fractional shares. Caution. The amount withheld is part of the distribution. If you roll over less than the full amount of the distribution, you may have to include in your income the amount you didn't roll over. However, you can make up the amount withheld from the funds from other sources. Other withholding rules. The 20% withholding requirement doesn't apply to distributions that aren't eligible for rollover distributions. However, other withholding rules apply to these distributions. The rules that apply depend on whether the distribution is a periodic distribution or a non-periodic distribution. For either of these types of distributions, you can still choose not to have tax withheld. For more information, you can see Publication 575. Go to the IRS website, type in Pub or Publication 575. Direct Rollover Option Your employer's qualified plan must give you the option to have any part of the eligible rollover distribution paid directly to a traditional IRA. The plan isn't required to give you this option if your eligible rollover distributions are uh, accepted uh, to total less than 200 for the year. So we have the direct rollover option. This could be a good option to go with withholding. If you choose the direct rollover option, no tax is withheld from any part of the designated distribution that is uh, directly paid to the trustee of the traditional IRA. So note you can consider the situation here. We have the one retirement account from, managed by the employee in some format by the employer. And then we're going to another IRA, and this is us, the taxpayer. 
Now, if you're the IRS, you're saying, hey, I mean, if if the employer takes the money out of their retirement account and gives it to the taxpayer, then the IRS is a bit skeptical about that, right? They want to, I want, the IRS is going to say, I want withholdings on it. If you can do that, employer, otherwise we're going to penalize you and we're going to not let you have the deduction and whatnot here. And what, and, but, but if you just, if the money goes directly from one plan to the other and the taxpayer doesn't get their hands on it and it's still always under the umbrella of the IRA, then, or, or some type of retirement account, you can see how the IRS would, would be a little bit um, less concerned with that because now it went directly, the check, the money, you can follow the money. It went from here to there. It's under the umbrella of someone that they can pressure to manage uh, and give them the information on it in terms of the employer and the new financial institution, which of course is also under, you know, has a lot of pressure to make sure that to follow the reporting kind of regulations and the taxpayer, which the IRS doesn't have as much control over pressuring is is not getting the money, not, not handling the money. So in that case, it might be the best way to go just to keep everything smooth and happy to go directly over and and then and then the transfers is nice and clean. And you may not have to worry then, of course, about the withholding and the 20 percent withholding. Choosing an option table one five may help you decide which distribution option to choose. Carefully compare the effects of each option. So here's the option. We won't go over uh, each of them again, but you can take a look at this table as a recap of those options.